Yeah. And oh, Michael, do you realize you're talking to the most decorated show at the Mandy's, the Sedano and Cap show, including Scott Kaplan, the most decorated individual yep. host, who host of the year, host of the year, who didn't have enough room, enough really? hands to carry all of his awards. And the, the listeners voted for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised no by that, aren't you, Mike? Yes, I thought Mason and I were going to dominate the way Shaq dominated like point guards yeah, in the paint. No, no I mean we I got, won I got four a and they won six. Wow. Yeah, I got a couple. Ireland got a couple. Well, we got. The show. Well, don't you guys feel threatened? No. Why not? No, we were happy for Cap. It's Cappy. If it was Sedano, I'd be pissed yeah, off. But it's Cappy. <laughs> yeah. If it was right. Sedano, we, we, figured, one. we <laughs> figured out, Michael, that if Sedano or I had won host of the year, I'm Mason would have quit. Yep. Walked but right since out. it was Cap, who's yeah. kind of a kindred spirit to Mason, he was okay with it. Well, Cap, you and Sedano are going to renegotiate your deal, so what? Well, Cappy is about to sign a deal, actually. He should renegotiate. Really? So, so you're good, in the good middle timing, of Good timing, Cap. Right. So let me ask you guys for some advice here. Yeah. So, if the ink is not yet dry, do I honor what has already been discussed and pretty much agreed to uh, with a handshake? Have, or... you, have you signed it? Um, is no, there, has pen been put to paper? You have to sign on the no, line no, no. that is dotted. No, if you agreed verbally, you've got to stick by it. I agree with Michael. Yeah. I do, too. Just like, just like if management too. agreed verbally, then you'd hold so up So do you have a verbal agreement, Scott? So, so yes. Yeah, so the thing is, is that rather than going back in and going, now, hold on a second here, everybody. <laughs> I'm now a six-time hey, Mandy a Award I winner. I Mandy right. Awards. Yeah. Right. Sign a shorter-term deal. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Do, go, do one year. Uh, sign Catholic. a short-term deal, and then you can sign if, anywhere if on a long-term five-year <laughs> mega if, deal. If you signed one year, Rachel would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Not only would she kill you, she would spend so much money in the first year that you'd have to come back at their terms well, after that. Well, right. Could you imagine, like, next year when I get shut out? Every, and I'll be like, well, how about my new deal? And they're like, well... Well, I know. No, Cap. This is you're this, so last year. This yeah, is right. my Cap. This is my suggestion. Did you did you negotiate this agreement with the great Scott McCarthy? Um, I did not. I stayed out of it. But okay. um, I but didn't your use agent Freddie did? Freeman's agent. Just okay. so you know. Oh, you have Freddie Freeman's right. agent. So, so you probably had a better what offer somewhere think, else. What do you think of this idea for a negotiating tactic for mm. uh, Cappy? Mm. Okay. Okay. So now, yeah, I need your opinion on this too. Cap, what you do is you walk in with the actual. Mandy Awards. You walk oh, in yeah. with all six of them. All of them. You put them on the table and you go, all right, guys, here's what you need to do. Hold my see, beer. See that money that you're paying Travis and Slee? <laughs> yeah. Take, oh, about, wow. take about 40% of that and slide it over here to oh, Cap, the six-time man. winner. What wow. do you think? Now, Michael, would that be mean or would that be appropriate since Cap won all the awards you, and you, Travis and Slee You didn't. might even get uh, Sliwa to raise his voice. Wow. <laughs> Don't pick on my friend Alan Sliwa. By the way, on Monday, the uh, Culture Pop podcast with Alan Sliwa comes out. I found wow. out some fascinating stuff about Fascinating. Sliwa that we wait, never we, knew. Stuff we, we never did, knew. Wait, like what? Decided... Give, us one, give us one tease. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is very, very wrapped up in his culture. Oh, okay. Persian? I'll buy yeah, that. Which is, yeah, which, yeah. which, which, how would you? Chaldean. He's Chaldean. Mm-hmm. Which is, is uh, his family is from Iraq. Two okay. percent uh, of Iraqis are Catholic, mm-hmm. um, and his parents came here during the so Iraq he Iran the dates War. Dates and all that stuff. I don't know about eating dates, Michael. I, that mean. may not be a thing. <laughs> no, um, he, Michael dates. just, yeah, forgive me. He just watched um, Indiana Jones in <laughs> yeah. the Temple eating, of Doom. I don't know dates. how Michael gets away with all this stuff. I told George, I I'm either. like, I want. To be able to say the things well, that Michael says. Michael is the he, Charles Barkley of he ESPN is. LA. Because, because a lot of times I would say the things that Michael says, yeah. but I find myself actually stopping myself well, from saying smart. them. Now. Does he smoke the hookah? 
Does he smoke the hookah? Like a shack? Do they give shack the hookah not, lounge? We did not speak hookah well, that's all when part we of were talking culture. to Sliwa. Yeah. No, but it, it comes out on Monday. It's funny because it follows up the interview with the guy from Top Gun, the star of Top Gun. So we go so from... So you have, like, the best-looking right. guy in Hollywood and Sliwa. <laughs> oh, wait, but Mace. Hey, what? Mace. You know what? Sliwa was the best-looking guy, best-dressed guy, He was very well-dressed. He was very he put was together. He was smooth-looking. Yeah, he was very smooth. He looked like, a, a like he should be a James Bond. Michael, you know what you would have been impressed by? Okay. Lady Slee. She's, oh, yeah. she's oh, real. Lady Slee is beautiful, beautiful, too. Very impressive. He didn't have to pay for it? Not that we can no. tell. Oh, my I God. Think she was there. He's no He's not Morales. I think she was. <laughs> Unbelievable what he says. I love it. I want to say it. I love it. He's Mace, I have a question, Mace. <laughs> so, so Morales was like Larry David. He picked up his date on the way to the uh, show. <laughs> so he could, so he could <laughs> so drive he in the carpool lane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mace, when did, you, when did you decide that Sliwa uh, meets the, you know, the, the proper prerequisites in terms of stardom? Yeah, Cap and Sinano and I are a little offended. We were we were the only uh, ESPN hosts that were on the Culture Pop but, until now. But you guys were all on it in a long time before Slee. Like it yeah. took a long time for Slee to work his way into the rotation. But it's worth it if you're a Sliwa fan, uh, if you're a Travis and Sliwa fan, if you're fascinated okay. by he's. It, it, there's I, actually more going on there than you think. I have one question. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. There's more. That going is the on there backhanded compliment of all time. What's your question, wow. Sedano? Did you play Ask Slee? No, we did oh, not. Oh, come question. on. He's got enough Ask Slee. He could. I mean, it's like five people every day ask him questions. Well, he's so popular. It's why the they, same five people. Why'd they get shut out? What? Uh, because they're new. They're, yeah, they're new. They're the plus, new show. They were up against Radio Tinder. Yeah. No, but you, Lindsay, will Mike, be tuning Michael, into what, that, that podcast. Which segment would you have voted for? Okay, so this oh, was yours, of course. No, no, no. What, there the, you go. Radio Tinder, Game of Games, or Ask Slee? What's the best feature on Ooh, the station? Well, Slee will come in third, even though I like it, but it'll come in third. So, Radio Tinder or Game of Games? Oh, that's tough. I love them both. Uh, I guess since uh, you guys let me play Game of Games, I got to go with that, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, you, right. that's fair. You, you don't play Radio, Radio Tinder because you're never around. Well, Lindsay Radio was Tinder was the winner. He just I, know, I heard he, that. Yeah. He Lindsay, swiped, was, he, Lindsay was also producer of the uh, year, and they were chanting. Well, that's not a shock, though. They were <laughs> chanting Hungarian Heat when yes. Lindsay walked up to oh, pick yeah. up her award. Well, she's, she's beautiful. Yeah, Michael, I see that. You can you say that uh, these days? I yes. don't know. Yeah. Michael, you would have loved... You know, yeah, you, you sh- everybody looked really good, Michael. Everybody was really dressed yeah. up and fancy. Yeah, what about Lawrence? Did she bring a date? She, she did. did. I met him. Brought her boyfriend. Yeah, oh, brought her okay. boyfriend. Laura looked great. She was resplendent in red. Yes, Laura always looks good. Yeah, Laura looked fantastic. Michael, I mean, you would have loved it because we... My man looked good, too. Amanda we, looked great. He did look good. I said my man. We did Michael, pick up that little triangle thing. Look at the picture. Third row down. First picture. Look at that picture of Amanda. Who did that to her? Yeah. It's like a body of somebody like, took a picture of a body in a morgue. Yeah. So you, you got your awards today, right, Michael? Yeah, I got right, it right here. That's lame. That's so weak. Why? Because you should have been there to get your awards. Cap, I was exhausted. Get him, Cap. I, I was I, exhausted from the parade. I, Michael, but I can appreciate that. Pepe Mantilla chastising oh, Michael. Oh, yeah. it was, it was all great. over him. I mean, Michael, I can, listen to me. I, I want to say to you something. Mm-hmm. You could have met Rachel. Correct. Correct. And you could have come to the after party. But, Michael, look. I am so happy for you uh-huh. as a father. Like, I got a buddy of mine who has two sons that play uh, Major League Baseball. Both were first-round picks. Like, the likelihood of getting one kid into pro sports, let alone two, what what your kids have accomplished well, is hey, Cap, unbelievable. Technically did you, three. Did you just hear that Michael's oldest son, Mikey, just got a yeah. job on the Warriors coaching staff? Yeah. You're yeah. kidding me. Yeah, wow. 
I they mean, have dude. The, the Tom, Michael and Julia produce, produce the most successful children in the history of sports, dude, no. and none of them have ever put up. A, well, you've John, never, they've never made a resume. I know? actually, I sent, uh, I, I sent Michael the video of Mateo swinging on the tee just because I told him I'm going to need Trace to help him out a little bit. They, well, yeah. yeah, Trace Remember is hitting right. the ball a mile and a half. Yeah, Mateo looks like he's a natural kid, natural swinger. He's a lefty too. He's swinging left. He is a lefty. Ooh. But Michael Thompson, your family, just to what John is saying, is comparable to like the Watt family. They've got three guys who are all NFL mm-hmm. football players, and other. Well, families... except the difference is Michael actually is a is a champion uh, himself as well. Right, not, right. That's so not the even, Watt family. Even that much more, right? But yeah. I'm saying your children. So as a father, he's the Manning oh my, family. It, the Manning's another great example. Yep. Your your family is right there with all of that sports royalty. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that, and and. I'm so happy for you and your family. But on the other hand, but here comes the butt. Do the other hand. But here comes the butt. The celebration should have, not could have, should have continued at the Mandy's. Your presence was needed. It was now. By the way, it was a great night. Everybody had a great time. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're going to say to us, "Well, you know, because Michael wasn't there, the thing sucked." But my goodness, would you have been a, a welcome addition? Yeah, to you would have, Michael. You would yeah. really love me. I mean, we had so many people that just love the radio station, mm-hmm. love everybody on it, listen all day long. You would have had a blast there. Yeah, you could have bowed to all of them because you don't shake hands. I, 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 agree, <laughs> I agree with all of that, but my head was still ringing from the "fu" Draymond chants, from dealing with all those Celtic fans, and then from the loud noise of the parade. I was exhausted. So, if Golden State doesn't make the finals next year, you'll be at the Mandy's. When is they're going to make the finals? When is the Mandy's? We'll arrange. Them around your schedule. I thought the yeah. Mandy's were like supposed to be in February. No, we're no. It's going to stay in June. We're okay. gonna we're gonna move it to whatever night mm-hmm. works for you. Okay. I'll well, when was it. the parade? The parade was last Ooh, Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then, the, then the, the Mandy's, Mandy's were, were four days after. Right. Yeah. You didn't have enough time to recover. I was four still, days. I was well, he's still, old. Yeah. He's, I was still in San Francisco. How old are you now, Michael? Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. It takes a while to bounce yeah. back from a parade if you're sixty-seven. <laughs> That's right. I was still in San Francisco. And Espe- I flew in the well, day before. And especially because you were probably terrified you'd lose your house because Clay knocked that woman over. Oh, that, well, she flopped. <laughs> she flopped. <laughs> she did flop. Hey, Michael, the oh, last funny. time you and I were in San Francisco, remember we were up there for three days mm-hmm. at the end of the season, and yeah. the city looked terrible. Yeah. Did they clean it up for the well, parade, or the, did it yeah, still the, look off? The street, the parade was almost clean. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was a. Have you guys, season. Mace or Sedano or Cap, been to San Francisco since the pandemic? I, I was there the for pandemic. the Western Conference yes. Finals. Yeah, it is. Know. It is a whole new world up there. Is it worse than here? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I got I there. There are mm-hmm. homeless people all over the yeah. place. Well, in San Francisco, you're climbing over them. It's very sad. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's you like know, that I in downtown I, LA too. I mean, I stayed downtown San Francisco in uh, Union Square. I, I maybe I saw like one or two crazy people walking by, like screaming at themselves. But like, I didn't actually see uh, in that at least by the hotel. I didn't. see It wasn't bad person. when I went, but yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. We were up there in April, and it was really, really. Well, I'll bad. say this: I was down at Venice Beach uh, this past weekend, and they've got Venice Beach cleaned up, which is pretty amazing because Venice Where'd Beach. They put them? Don't know. Yeah, I mean, tiny they're houses. Start, they're I don't to, know. Starting to break into my apartments out in Marina Del Rey. Are they right? just picked them up and took them all to Lindsay's Park in Marina yeah. Del well, Rey. We've, we've been we've been having a lot of break-ins and stuff in the cars, like in our in our gated apartment complex. We get a lot of break-ins now. I can't walk my dog Damn. at night right now, like. You yeah. know, it's funny when we've got big events coming here, and you said, did they clean up for the the, uh, the uh, finals? Um, when I was in Australia for the Olympics in 2002, it was perfect. The city, uh, Sydney is such a beautiful city, yeah. and there were no issues at all. But I stayed on vacation for a week after the Olympics in Sydney, 
and you started to see uh, people come back uh, and st- they were standing over barrels trying to stay warm, wow. but they had just moved them out for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that's what happened. That could be what happened in San Francisco. Yeah. You just you just move people yeah. when you've got a big event. Yeah. Well, Michael, you were missed, man. Let me I mean, tell this you is like you exactly right. what people are tuning yeah. in for, by yeah, the way. But, yeah, but Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have one more question yes, for you. Yes. So, so after the championship and Clay wins and he's made this incredible comeback in his career, and you're there for and all I of it. And I proved I wasn't a jinx. That's Correct. Right. That's yep. exactly Very right. Very important. Yeah. You see, then, Michael, I hope you set Clay straight because I hadn't had a chance to see him after the fact. So. Yeah, I set him straight. Good. But then Trace comes to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And he's been bouncing around just this year, but his AAA career has been out of control. He's a AAA Hall of Famer. But to come to the Dodgers that same week, right in that same period of time, I mean, has there ever been a greater no. sports moment in your life, That was the man? greatest Father's Day I have had because it was on Father's Day. It he was on Father's, Father's Day? Father's Day, he called me. I was watching this game on, on my phone on, uh, and, and Toledo, and all of a sudden he says, why is Trace calling me? It's the fifth inning. And he called me to tell me he just got traded. I said, well, where? He says, to the Dodgers. And he was so excited. Was he playing in Toledo? He was playing in Toledo. Oh, wow. Yeah, and crushing the ball. Yeah. Crushing is that it. the team you worked for? Yeah, Toledo Mudhens. I worked for the uh, right. the Mudhens. They got yeah. a brand new ballpark downtown, and it's actually really, really nice. So, so What a Father's Day. My yeah, God. that is fantastic. Fantastic. By the way, I love that Cappy just went like all Brian Gumble on. Uh, I know, like, really. I know. I mean, I, actually, you tip, George, did you tilt your glasses too? George, I mean, t- took my glasses down and mm-hmm. made a turn to the right to look at the other camera. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> he does do that, doesn't he? You know, you've got it down. Well, the dramatic effect. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But they by the way, did that. you hear that Pepe and Jorge lost my Mexican food trivia game today? I what? also heard that. that, that I don't Laura? know why you didn't oh, talk yeah. about a leche shake. I mean, the whole milkshake, leche shake mm-hmm. thing, I think there's a real controversy. The there. Mexican milkshake is not a thing. Like, Laura, for instance, what is the hottest Mexican pepper, Laura? The jalapeno, the habanero, or the chile diablo? Oh, I Come think on, it's chile de árbol. No, it's the habanero. I was going to say habanero. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got I'm very right. proud that I won this game with uh, two Mexican guys in it. Yeah. You won? Yeah, yeah of course. won. I, I don't care what it is. I okay, Laura. seems okay. to know Mexico's, more meaningless crap. Yeah, Mexico's, exactly. Mexico's national dish is tacos, nachos, or mole problemo. Mole de uh, mole, problemo. Mole, mole problemo, which mole. sounds like you made it up. Yeah, but Poblano, I think that's but... it. Mexico is the birthplace of which popular treat? Honey, chocolate, or sugar? Chocolate. Honey. Chocolate. Sugar. You guys are killing Pepe at this. <laughs> I don't know nothing. She, chocolate. She. What are tortillas made of, Ireland? Wheat, potato, or corn? Wheat. Corn. 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 What kind of beans are ch- in chili con-, chili con carne? Baked beans, Pico. butter beans, or kidney beans? Kidney Me. beans. Very good. Laura, you should be a Mexican chef. <laughs> Maybe she <laughs> is when she's mama, not doing know. this. Yeah, which might, which might work out good. Um What's coming up on the big Sedano and Cap award-winning extravaganza? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of free agent speculation and all that kind of business. I would imagine, George, being in the league, you already know who's going where and all yeah, that no, stuff. Even right? though, George, no one can have discussions. Let's be no, clear on that. No, that's the stupidest thing ever. They, like, uh, there, uh, there, no, there are rules. Yeah. Like, John Wall just, he went on a Ouija board and cosmically picked the Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers had no conversations with yeah. John Wall or any of his representatives. Yeah. I'll tell you this, Michael. You're, Michael's, uh, you know, Clay and those guys better beware of the Clippers this year if they're well, healthy. No, I, I don't know why you keep saying that. So know, they're the deepest them. team in the sport. Okay, no, wait a minute. you got to be kidding me. Do you realize okay. that James Weissman didn't play last year? Yeah, and I haven't seen him play a lick. Well, he so can what play, do though. I know if he can? He's what a he stud. Can do? He can play. 
I he mean, okay, maybe. He, he can play. The, the Warriors are the deepest team. They bring everybody back. They're the deepest team. Maybe, to but I don't know if they'll bring everybody you got, back. You guys forget about Andrew Wiggins and how good he is. Andrew Wiggins is great. No, so no, you compare star, player well, for player. Say, we'll say this, Let me tell you something. Clippers on paper I mean, look make... really good, but, but yeah. Kawhi has played less than Anthony Davis. We've got to assume he'll be right. He'll be fine. You know, right, so, but Kawhi is a Batman. So that's, yeah, there's, there's, but, it's a little yeah. different. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all going to be notion, how much those guys play. That, compar- good, but that no. comparison, though, I don't love. I don't love it because Kawhi actually has to carry the team. You it's, would take the Clippers roster over the Warriors roster, George. I think it's close. I mean, close, but that don't mean nothing. I mean, Warriors, uh, the Warriors, Warriors other roster. than Kawhi, the Warriors, are, and they also have young. The yeah, and they got about. I mean, look, look let, let's take a look at the Clippers roster just for a second. I mean, I, oh, I'm, this, this is, is what head. people. I know. Let's break it. This is what they do because I never argue with Michael anymore. Yeah, no. This this is what people tuned in. I mean, well, homeless talk was better than this. That's right. Honestly, than the Clippers, yes, or homeless. This is why Bill Plaschke took took a shot at you in his column last year, Mason. Took a shot at who? Uh, he said, "People like you who don't who who treat them like uh, second class citizens, and you you know or whatever it was. Treat who like Clippers. second class citizens? The, the Clippers. Oh, the Clippers get, are second class citizens. <laughs> you're not. We, you don't treat them like you don't treat them fairly. Is the we don't we don't treat them at all. Ideally, <laughs> but they're a good team. We don't. Are you upset about them. being uh, taken having a shot taken by by Plasky? Does that upset you, Mace? Ah." Uh. <laughs> yes. Of course it does. He specifically the name came to right. me. He's like, he's like, Did he specifically say me? He said, I'm surprised Bill wasted column inches on the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, so, look, Kawhi PG, <laughs> Norman Powell, yeah. Rocco. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they're good, man. No, they like, are. They, come on. But the Warriors... No. They're the, oh, at the at the least they are the second best yeah. team going into. No, it's the a really good subject, team. and uh, we're back tomorrow at one. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, more homeless talk more tomorrow. Clippers more talk. breaking down the Clippers. Clippers roster, roster in detail. Coming up next, it worked for Marcellus Wiley for a long time. <laughs> see, see you all tomorrow. Coming up next for you, our friends Shidano and Cappy and Linz and Laura. Seven ten ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yeah, yeah. So much excitement from you, Sedano. Are you saying that jokingly? Ding, da, da, ding. This is definitely better than homeless talk that we were. What the hell was that? What happened there? What did happen? Who asked that question? Oh, I know what happened. I know what happened. Um, Ireland asked Michael if. Wait, no, it wasn't Ireland. He didn't pivot to sports. There's no way that was Ireland. Yeah, no, no. I think he said something like, like last time I was in San Francisco, it was so disgusting and dirty. Did they clean it for the parade? That, I think that isn't that how it started. Yes, yes, and then Mason said, "Oh, have you been to Venice lately? They really cleaned it up." Yeah, and then we got into this whole discussion about homelessness. Right, but then you see the guys all thought that homeless conversation, which obviously it's a very serious problem, 
but they thought that the right. homeless conversation was actually more interesting and relevant than the Clippers, which you have been hyping quite a bit, and and those guys seem I, to be I pissed about. I don't need to it. hype them. I I don't. I'm not in the business of hype. I'm in the business of telling you what it is. And it is. It is that they're really damn good. On paper. Yeah. Well, I mean, in June, there's not a lot of other places to be at the moment. Just on paper. Right. Yeah, they don't want any part of that, George. Well, they don't. Well, you know, you got the two Laker honks over there in uh, in Ireland and uh, and Michael. And then, of course, you know, Mason. I mean, you know, and whatever. What are you going to do? Well, at least Mason is uh, candid enough. He's such say, a fan that he, he he leaves at halftime of the Lakers. Well, I mean, at least again, he's saying, hey, look, I, I don't consider the Clippers anything. I don't consider them a second-class citizen in the NBA. Right. I just don't consider them. Well, what's going to happen this year when the Clippers win again, like a bunch of times against the Lakers, and then you know perhaps even you know get to the conference finals and maybe the finals and maybe a championship? What oh, happens hold then? Hold on. Hold on. Pump the brakes for a second. Let me tell you the other way it's going to go down. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. LeBron James is going to have the greatest basketball season of any 38-year-old human being has ever had on the planet. That's number one. Okay. Number two, I, Anthony I would, Davis is, is going to play 82 games and yeah, be fully luck. healthy all season long. No, for real, it's true. No, no way. And, wait, you ready for this? I mean, listen, I like, I've been a big, staunch AD defender, but there's no way you're... I mean, you lost me at 82 games. Well, if you would have said 72, maybe I would have been in your I would have been in your corner. Well, I'm exaggerating a little bit here. It's on paper. Remember, it's June. Yeah. Uh, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, here we go. George Sedano. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is about to become kind of the way Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard had to adjust their egos and and play a role. Russell Westbrook is going to do that because of Darvin Ham. And he's going to be the best so. version of Russell Westbrook that you've ever seen. Listen, I, I, I hope so, Cappy, because okay. here's the thing. All right. We can ill afford as the Lakers station for them to have another 33 win season. Like that's not that can never happen again. <laughs> OK, they need to be able to uh, be a playoff caliber team and, a, and have a chance at a championship. Like give me give me at least an outside shot. Like, you know what I mean? To, to be there. Okay, let me ask you this question then, okay? So if if LeBron comes back and plays equal to how he played this past year, and I told you Anthony Davis does play 72 games, Mm -hmm. and I somehow sold you on Russell Westbrook is going to be the best version of Russell Westbrook that he could possibly be for this Mm -hmm. team, Mm -hmm. would you take the Lakers over the Clippers? No. Would you? If everyone's healthy, if if the other side is healthy too? No. You're taking the Clippers over the Lakers, even if LeBron's fully healthy and goes yes. off, and Anthony Davis is fully healthy and plays 72 games. Yes. And Russ is willing to be a good teammate. Yes. Still got the Clippers. They're better. Oh man, that hurts. What if they have? What if the Lakers have Kyrie instead of Russ? Then I reassess my situation. Oh, good, good scenario, Lindsay Baseball. They should call you Lindsay Basketball. Then team. I completely Woo. reassess the situation. Really? So at that point. Let's let's make an instant reassessment. Mm-hmm. LeBron plays equal to last year. Mm-hmm. Kyrie plays mm-hmm. sixty-five games. We'll we'll give him seventeen games to kind of watch the news and decide if he can come in and play that day. We'll give him a couple games. <laughs> and Anthony Davis, he plays seventy-two games. To use your number, then it's a toss-up. Then it's a toss-up. Yeah, between toss-up. the Lakers and the Clippers. 
Correct. But so, if, if if it's the first scenario, the Clippers are a better team. Oh, George. I don't know. Maybe we should go back to talking about social issues and stop talking about the Clippers. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe the guys were right. I listen, you guys can deny you can have your it's like climate change. You can't you can deny it all you want, but you know, it it's eventually gonna come and, and, and get here. You and know melt I mean? you. Yeah. Really? We're all gonna melt? Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah, the Clippers are like climate change. Eventually, it's going to happen. It's not going to be – they're not going to lose forever. I don't know. Maybe hey, they will. T- tell the, that, that's a hell of a slogan. That's a that, right. They should have right. me in their marketing team. Yeah, really. The Clippers, they're yeah. like climate change. Eventually, it's going to happen. They're not going to lose forever. Right. That, that's a really good line. Like, they should put that on T-shirts. You know, they, they should have it up and around the arenas. You know, down where they're building the new arena across from SoFi, they should have it up on the light posts. We're not going to lose forever. Get your season tickets now. At I'm some point, we're going to win. I, I'm just telling you. That's the way I feel about it. I would say this. And I, I look. Me and my marketing co- prowess. Very, very solid. Look, when we talk about like a John Wall, for an example, you know, mm-hmm. we know what he was, but we're not quite 100% really sure of yeah, what he's going to be. D- He's like gravy. He's not like someone they're counting on. What are right, you talking okay. about? So then, wait, so then let me talk about Kawhi. Okay. I mean, I'm going to make an assumption that Kawhi has taken his time. Do you, be- do you trust me when I tell you stuff about the NBA or no? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now i got to make that decision right now? I mean, I'm just asking. Do I trust you? Do I trust you? I mean, you are an industry insider, and I'm an industry outsider. I, the, it's a very simple yes or no question. I don't know. I'm not okay, sure. Then screw you. Um, but I did <laughs> no, tell when you, you told us the other day. I told you he, that Kawhi he has, he has been looking good, incredible. I mean, going back to the end of last season, he looked okay. incredible. Okay. Well, good. I hope he does look incredible. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi is a great player. I've, I mean, I've been a fan of the guy since he's you know 17 years old. I can't believe how old is he today? Did I hear? He's like 31. 31. Happy I, birthday, Kawhi! I, when I heard that Kawhi Leonard was 31 years old today, I went 31. Isn't he like 35 or something? And then I had to think about what year was he a freshman down at San Diego State. I mean, I've been watching this kid since he's like 17 years old. Yeah. So I want him to come back and be healthy. But I don't know as a matter of fact that he's going to go out and give you 70 games next year. Okay. By the way, I also don't know that about Anthony Davis, and I'm pretty skeptical about it. Okay. But I'm trying to be, like, you know, uh, excitable and, and, like, positive that maybe Anthony Davis could possibly hold on for 72 games. Not likely. I'm hopeful. Not exactly a strategy, then, is it? I mean, it's just pure hope. I don't know what you're getting at anymore. Well, what I'm getting at is this. You're saying that the Clippers, on paper in June... They're good. Are, are, they're good. You're saying that they're the deepest team in the conference. and that, that they might be deeper than Golden State, of which Arguably. Michael said, forget about that. That's Arguably. not accurate. No, he's okay. wrong. Okay. And then, you know, all of this, you know, the, the Lakers... You got to play into this. Like, oh no, wait a second. Are they that much better with all these guys coming off injury? And a guy who's who you call gravy, but I mean, people celebrate like as if it's something great. The guys have played in two years, John Wall. Oh, right. But again, you don't need him right now. Like, what don't you understand about that? It's like when the Warriors didn't need Clay the first three months of the season or more. Hmm. I don't know, George. I just, I just. The fact that you are telling us that the Clippers are so much better. I didn't say they're so much better than the Lakers right That's now, right. yes. 
Yeah, that's a problem. The it's Lakers aren't very good, though. You know, like, I mean, God, clearly, they went. Clearly. They won thirty-three games. I mean, with LeBron playing the the vast majority of the games, what does that tell you of how how bad they were last year? They were really, really, really bad. Yeah, the but bar is again, low. But twenty-one games between LeBron, AD, and Russ. Okay, great. And and even if you get seventy games, they're not a championship level team. If Russell Westbrook is still part of the equation, in my opinion. Come on, man. Have a little faith. Come on. Where, have, where's, I, where's your they, faith in Darvin Ham? I, I, listen, I think Darvin Ham is great. I love the hire. I was the first one standing up. You didn't even know who Darvin Ham was. I, I still don't know who Darvin Ham is. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. There's that. But uh, but I, I think Darvin Ham, we've been talking about for years that Darvin Ham should be a coach. Like, just people in the NBA circles. And here it is. And the Lakers did a smart thing in hiring him. But the roster's still not great. Mm, all Sorry. Right. I understand. I didn't even want to start talking basketball today. Why did this we do is, this? Be, because of Mason and Ireland, it's their fault. And Michael Thompson, it's his fault. But you were the one that asked the questions. Which question? This is what happens when I let you drive the car. No way, man. This is all because you didn't want to talk about the homeless problem. No, but that was in the crosstalk segment, not the start of the show segment. Oh, how did that happen? You! It's my fault? Yes! I don't want to talk about this. All right, can we get to Freddie Freeman, who Please. clearly doesn't want to talk about a lot of things either, though. I but mean, that, this is, I, that's that I want to talk about. Me too. Yeah, that's juicy. That's really sensational. It's See, like this kind is... of high school, though, too, at the same time. I feel like this whole Freddie Freeman thing. Well, All right. There's a lot to it. I mean, I, I, on one hand, I get it, like being homesick. On the other hand, it's like, all right, bro, you know. It's not but that is that now what it is? Is it homesickness or are the reports today? And there's a lot okay, of l- reports. L- l- let's discuss those reports on yeah, the other side because there are it. a lot of reports. Some that I will not discuss. Some that are verified and reported by actual reporters i will how about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not and the others? hearsay you like to talk about oh i love the sensational stuff not the hearsay i like the drama no you have enough drama around here yeah we do <laughs> yes we do we need that first this week after you pulled the buster douglas oh dude when i pulled the massive upset and the whole radio station is now still buzzing Buzzing. How did that happen? How did Kaplan? I mean, Michael was stunned, clearly. Didn't you hear him? I mean, yeah. Well, Before listen, the homeless conversation? Right. Everybody thought it was Steve Mason. I thought it was Steve Mason. I voted for Steve Mason. You I almost tried, gave Steve Mason the trophy. What tried the hell to, were you thinking? Tried to give it to him. I no, thought it belonged to him. But now I want it. Well, you took a naked picture with it. I know, and I really still think I should be able to post that picture. We'll discuss next. Go, Cappy. Do, 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 Is that what you wanted? Is this like something new in the arsenal? I don't know, man. That just all of a sudden hit me. You said go, and I just went. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going or what I was going to do. Yeah. I'm just curious because I'd never heard that one before. That's like a new move. Boy, there's a lot of chatter right now, George, in the Sedano and Cap circle of trust community on Twitter about... Laker talk versus Clipper talk versus homeless talk. I mean, just a lot out there right now. I mean, for as much as we didn't want to get into it, everybody else seems to have something to say about it. So I mean, that's keep fine. it coming. Yeah. So. And then, you know, Tim from the OC is all bent out of shape because, uh, God forbid, we, uh, you know, tell you that the Lakers are not a great team right now. Sorry. Well, I'm not telling you that. It, it becomes it becomes that I'm like some hardcore Heat fan. Dude, I haven't been a Heat fan in like 15 years. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you and Lindsay's a Cavs fan. Like, who gives a rat's ass? If you don't look, Tim from the OC, Epic Wolf 69, nice. 
If you don't like to hear the truth, then go listen to someone else who's going to wave the pom-poms for you. Because it ain't going to be me, Jack. Oh, my. Hey. Ho, hey, ho. You're feisty today. Yeah, if you can't handle the truth, Tim, then uh, listen to me, because I will tell you the uh, non-truth. So, I'm telling you right now. LeBron balls out like he did a year ago even better. AD, 72 games of health. And Russ becomes the teammate that LeBron needs him to be. Lakers better than Clippers. Is that true, George? I I don't know, I guess. I lost track of what you were saying. I mean, Tim and the OC, is that what you want to hear? (laughs) Because if you want to hear the truth, listen to George. If you want to hear cheerleading, listen to me. Yeah. I was actually referring to some other people, not you necessarily. But if you want to take on that role, feel free. No. Anyway. But that's not you either. You're going to turn on them in two seconds when they start playing poorly. Right. It's the off season. Right now, I'm filled with hope. Right. The, if they start like three and seven, you're out already. I'm going to be like, these guys are terrible. Who are we firing? LeBron's old. <laughs> AD's going to last five you games. You know where you have reached the pinnacle. And not just because you won the host of the year at the Mandy's Awards. Because you're going to be... I, I, I knew this was happening. Tell Eventually, me. what's going to happen on this show yeah. is you're going to be the one that says the crazy thing, and then it'll start sticking to me in ways that I don't want it to stick to me. <laughs> and then, But you're going to literally just play both sides of the fence all the time, <laughs> and people are just going to laugh and forget, and just be like, ah, Cappy, just being Cappy. <laughs> you're like going to be Manny being Manny. Basically. I mean, I've always wanted to be like Manny being Manny, but so I always... Did, have... You have, you have, a, you have you are a right at that place the plane is descending as we speak yeah i'm gonna tell you right now it's june i'm filled with hope i believe what i'm selling okay no i believe it you're fraud well no the more i keep telling myself george the more i believe it you're a fraud no 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 i I read all of this somewhere fraudulent actually i wrote it down and then i read it so it's it's all good i mean i I believe this Mm -hmm. now you said that you wanted to talk about freddie freeman oh this story is is kind of juicy Um, Now, yesterday when we were talking about it, it was about in the context of what Clayton Kershaw said to him, right? Mm -hmm. Which is like, hey, I hope we're not playing second fiddle. We got a really good team here, too. I get it. You know, he's he missed Atlanta. So now that I read this Ken Rosenthal story in The Athletic, now I get why Clayton Kershaw said what he said. Now, by the way, Ken Rosenthal would have a bow tie for you and me to take a bow tie challenge. Yeah, he would. Absolutely. I have the bow tie here, by the way. You do? I I mean, I have one here, yeah. Rosenthal wears a bow tie. He does. He so anyhow, a different bow tie every time. It, it do, he does. That's his his thing. That's, that's become his thing. He's I may right. go for an ascot just to like throw everyone off. I'm telling. No, you. I like an ascot because you know who wears one of those? Uh, Charles. Oh gosh, former Raider defensive back whose name I can't remember. Right? Charles Woodson. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Charles Woodson wears an ascot and he looks dope. So AF. did Hugh Hefner for many years. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. If you wear an ascot on an NBA basketball game, you're the man. Trade in the turtleneck for the ascot. You're the man. Would you do so it? So anyway, let's get back to Freddie Freeman. Okay, Stay Freddie on Freeman. focus. Okay, focus. focus. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Okay. Did you take your Ritalin today? <laughs> no. No, I haven't had any coffee. I, maybe I'll have a little. Okay. Right, so anyway. Uh, so Ken Rosenthal's big. I mean, this it's long, okay? But basically, he's saying that the whole Freddie Freeman saga, and he references the stuff I mentioned yesterday in uh, on Sunday Night Baseball where they were talking about his whole situation and how emotional he was. Says that you got to blame the Braves a little bit for screwing around his agent, who he's allegedly fired, according to our reports. And and you got to blame Freddie because at the end of the day, and and, and I'm with 
Rosenthal on this. Because yesterday I said, look, I get the guy being homesick. Like, I mean, that's this is natural. I get it. Like, you know, he'd been there for a long time. Been there for 15 years. So even though he's from Orange County, like, yeah, he came here in the offseason. But pe- men particularly, Cappy, I'm going to sidetrack for a second. We are creatures of habit, fair or unfair. I think it's fair, but I, I'll take it to the next level. Athletes. So oh, now- way more, even more so. Correct. Right. Correct. So, you know, the guy loved it there. They loved him, and uh, he probably wanted to only play for one team for his career. And he won a World Series last year. Correct. And he was, you know, one of the best players on the team. So, but here's where I'm with Ken Rosenthal, where Ken basically says, "Um, who's running the show here then? Because the agent works for you, bro. If the agent was trying to do what agents do, which is get you the most money and the best deal and the most lucrative deal, that's cool. And that's... Great on them. That's what they're supposed to do. But you're the one in control who needs to say, okay, well, you know what? Even if it's a little less money, I, I want to stay in Atlanta. I want my legacy to be I'm a brave for life. Because now what happens is you're in L.A., where you're from, or sort of, Orange County. And, you know, people now are like, you know, you got the one of the most decorated, maybe the greatest player in Dodger history, arguably, or in the conversation at least, in Clayton Kershaw, calling you out. <laughs> like try in the nicest way possible because that's just who he is, Clayton Kershaw. He's not going to do it like you or I would do it, Cappy. Um, but Clayton Kershaw, because he's a gentleman, did it in a gentlemanly way, but also pointed, I thought, when saying, hey, we're not second fiddle, we're pretty good here. Dave Roberts is covered for him, says he's won a bleep ton of game for us. So, you know, people need to just stop with the nonsense. But that is clearly, if Clayton Kershaw's talking about it, it is clearly a thing in that clubhouse. Well, that's what I'm wondering. See, that's a thing that I I really wasn't thinking this yesterday. Yesterday, I was like, okay, he goes back to Atlanta. They won a championship last year. He's back in that ballpark. He sees people he knows. He gets the ovation. I understand like an ounce of emotion. But I also feel like he's a professional. He's making 160-some-odd million dollars. He didn't go from Atlanta to Tampa Bay. He didn't go from the By the Dodgers. way, they did, and Tampa Bay did offer him $140 million, too, and they're good, too. But, but, but I'm getting at those. He didn't go from, like, the big team from yeah. the Dodgers down to, um, you know, making it up Milwaukee. Cleveland. Right, Cleveland. He, he went Sorry, from, from Atlanta, a World Series champion, to the Dodgers, who are World Series competitors, he went home. He's playing for one of the most classic franchises in one of the greatest stadiums, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this whole notion of he's so homesick, I understand where Clayton Kershaw's like, bro, get freaking over it, will you? Yeah. And and putting his message in the media, I thought was pretty interesting that Kershaw would choose to do that. But now all the different rumors and reports, like as if the agent because you said it, only wants to get him the most money. Not just because the agent wants to make the most money, but because the agent wants to advertise to all the other players. I got hey, look Freddie what we Freeman did for much. Freddie Freeman. Right. Exactly. Especially exactly. late in his career. Right. So this notion that the agent made the call and that Freddie didn't make the call, the point that you're talking about, I think is right on. If Freddie Freeman is so unhappy being a Dodger, which, by the way, I can't tell from his play, if Freddie Freeman is so unhappy, look in the mirror, dude. Yeah. You should have said to your agent, I'm staying in Atlanta. I'll sacrifice X number of dollars. I don't care. I'm staying with the Braves. Should have done it if that's what you wanted to do. And that's why Kershaw's like, what are we? What, what, what are we, the worst team in baseball? You got moved over here to the worst team in baseball? What are we, the Angels? Sorry, guys. I mean, I'm sorry, guys, but come on. I mean, Trout and Otani are just on fire again, 
and you can't find a way to win. And then I got Trout in the outfield telling everybody, look at our pitcher. Look, did you see this, George? Mm. You, you didn't see what he did last night? Trout's in we- the outfield, and he's and he's communicating. Our pitcher is telling them what pitches he's throwing. Oh, yeah. No, I saw that story, yeah. So it's not like you went from the Braves, the world champions, to the Angels who are in disarray, frankly, right now. Yeah. We're the Dodgers for crying out loud. I'm with you. It's 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 and again, now that you know I've read the story, and, and I didn't think of that yesterday. Like, because I was just thinking, like, hey, I guess it's natural anybody to be homesick. But I didn't realize the magnitude of this thing until I read this story today. And Freddie Freeman really, I mean, bro, I mean, this is your doing, you know? And I, and not that I think that Freddie Freeman is not going to live up to his uh you know, his con- contractual obligations. But, and to your point, he's balling out, like he's playing great. So, but it, it is weird that this is actually happening in a professional setting. Like, look, if I would have told you star quarterback X at USC, who came from, you know, halfway across the country was homesick, you'd get it. He's an 18 year old kid, right? Like yep. that, that's, and I'm not saying that a grown man can't be homesick. I get it. When I moved to Connecticut, okay, I was homesick. <laughs> Especially when those bl- when those blizzards were coming right. down. That's what I'm saying to you. You but, moved from Miami to, to, to Connecticut, but, you're like, this sucks. But he didn't, but, Atlanta to LA doesn't suck. But right. But I said the idea here is I'm not gonna be in Connecticut for that much longer. Like I'm gonna make sure I figure out a path to go where I want to go. And I did. So, it, it, but, but again, because I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I have some semblance of control of the situation. Now ESPN has the most control in this particular case. So it's not apples to apples, but I did have some semblance of, Hey, this is the direction I want to go. I want to be in LA. Eventually I got to work towards that goal. And I did. And Freddie Freeman has way more control than I had over that situation. And he has, so he has no one really to blame but himself. Like, I get two things can be true at once, Cap. A 32 year old man can absolutely be homesick. And and I know it sounds weird because he's from Orange County and he was there in the offseason, but Atlanta was his real, like his home, like for the last 15 years, for real, because he was there all the time and he played there and won there to Cappy's point. But. It can also be like, hey, bro, yeah, I get you're, I get you're, you know, sad or depressed or you know, homesick, whatever. But this one's on you, dude. Like, no offense, somebody. So I'm glad Clayton Kershaw said that in the nicest way possible because that's really what he's saying. Like, it would be me telling a buddy of mine, it, you know, like if he moved like you know, halfway across the country for a job, I'd be like, bro, I mean, you chose to take the job. You dude, know? it's like, grow a set, will you, man? I mean, come on, dude. No, no, it could be, too, but it could be both. But, why but does you he have to grow though? a set? Because like, he doesn't why. have a set? No, no because here's why. anatomically not, uh, you know, correct? You no, know, it's, down a, there? It's, like, it's a it's a, pe- it's a piece of phraseology that essentially says, means toughen up. Like, look, dude. I know dude, what it means. I know. Well, anatomically speaking, I didn't mean to that he was like a Ken doll, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like a Barbie doll I, I had to here, check with you. You know? I appreciate that, because I like details, too. But look, here's what I would say to Freddie Freeman. Dude, bury this. Like, move on. Who's this? Give me a hint. No, I'm asking the question. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I just want a hint, though. Some Laura's got to give us a hint. Come on. Um, so you guys know I work at Apple Music, so there's been a lot of music. So it's like, this is like their summer playlist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So is this considered country music? 
It's like country pop, yeah. Who is this? I give up. She's new, I believe, because I'm not a big country person, but it's like Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know if she's really new, but hmm, don't I'm know. not big on country. But it's like poppy kind of summery. So it is like, poppy summery. Yeah. Yeah. And country. Ain't, ain't, ain't no Harry Styles. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, Harry Styles, the man. Ain't no bang. What up, girl? I do have some Harry coming up, though. Cool. Oh, hey, good. George, by the way. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you see what happened to me on Twitter earlier today? No. The one and only award-winning Jody Watley. Well, you did tweet her last night. Right, I did. Yeah. And Jody commented, Laura, you'll about love this. About your dancing. Yeah. I saw right. it. I saw it. She, she said, I mean, Man. you send it to us. I, I yeah, just, well, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you guys saw this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know you guys know that I'm a social media stalker of all of you guys. I didn't know if you guys were stalking me back or not. And if not, I just wanted you to see that yeah. the great Jody Watley sent a tweet loving my dance moves, appreciating my knowledge for the song and the lyrics, and she thought that the all-black tux was very clean. Yeah. I do Jody. agree with that. The tux was clean. We I said that. Say that. I know. Yeah. Jody, I mad love. Told you that night. Got mad love for you, Jody. Mad love. Dude, mad. mad. There's a song called Mad Love. Not angry love, George. Do you hear the song in the background? Yeah. I do. I know. It's because I creep out on you, isn't yeah, it? You yeah, do creep that's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I creep. Yeah. It's very di- different. Okay. All right. Let's go different to the phones because people want to chime in on this Freddie Freeman stuff. Okay. You asked the question, what is your perception of Freddie Freeman now coming out of Atlanta and all this talk? Yeah. I'm curious as well. Yeah. So we're going to open up the phones right now. 877-710-ESPN. Uh, this Freddie Freeman drama about Atlanta and who's signing with the dot. It just feels, again, I, I'm trying to be sympathetic to just like the emotional part of it because everyone is allowed to be emotional. But I, I'm also kind of looking at it like it's his fault in, in a lot of ways. I mean, he runs the show. And the other, it just feels like college high school-y drama. They're like, there's no transfer portal in Major League Baseball. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? don't remember like, Mookie Betts coming to the Dodgers and like, you know, it's okay. I miss Boston that much. It's okay, but gosh, I mean, I just loved Boston, Boston so much, you know. I just so upset about it, you know. I mean, just not, not the way it was in Boston. Yeah. You know? if, if anything, I think the other, it was the other way around. People were like, hey, he was on that team that, that probably cheated against us too when, in the World Series. You know, it was kind of that. Yeah, it was like was a little we bit. were doing conversations back then, Cappy, of and Laura will attest to this because I was doing the midday show with her and Greg. That people were like, I don't know if I can trust Mookie, mm-hmm. you know, like they were like saying they were basically saying, like, how is he going to fit in the locker room? Is everybody going to be cool with him because he was on the Red Sox? And I would say now everybody um, that is loves a Dodger him. fan, right? Dodger fans, Dodger players, Dodgers, the organization, they love Mookie Betts. Well, what's not to love? And, and by the way, Freddie Freeman mm-hmm. can be lovable, Mookie esque. Freddie Freeman can be yeah. lovable for the fans yeah. and, the, and his teammates. He but was. And you know what? You're probably right. He probably was. This has changed, I think, changed people's perceptions of him and. I think he can change their perception again, but he got to oh, bury yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, let's go to Mike in Pomona. Mike, how are you? Good, thank you. Congratulations, Cappy, first of all. Well, I appreciate that, but you know, the congratulations goes to the entire show because if it's not for Sedano tossing me softballs, I can't hit him out of the park. You feel me? That's right. Well, that's right, and you did, though, but thank you. Um, two quick things about Freddie. He... 
he's not just the emotional person. He's sentimental. He he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. He he wants to hug the umpire. He wants to hug everybody on the field. Mm-hmm. He's that type of guy, you, you know, which plays in the part where he's his mind right now. But also, if you heard Travis in the morning, he made a great point on the firing of his agent uh, after he got back to Atlanta. Um, he probably talked to the higher up and found out that he could have signed there. And that's when he probably oh, got yeah, really yeah. Emotional. Ken Rosenthal, Ken, the report we were talking about in The Athletic mentioned that. Right, because right. Then, because then instead of talking just about homesickness for a second and about emotion for a second, let's let's go f- to a different place, which is anger. So you're Freddie Freeman, and if these rumors are true, that he goes back to Atlanta only to find out that his agent never really showed him the final offer, and if he and the reason is because the agent knew that Freeman would take less to be with the Braves. Instead of being homesick and emotional in that sense, now you're furious. How dare he not share that with me? Because I would have taken that and stayed where I was comfortable, and now I uprooted my entire freaking life and career, and now I'm back, and they're showing me the. Lo- I understand why he's emotional. I got it, but now it's time to put it away. That's right. Real quick to 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 Sedano's point, which is a great point. He has total control of his, where he was was going to end up. He has total control. So yeah, yeah. Look at the end yeah. of the day. That, that thank you for the call. Mike, Mike and Pomona drops off, opens it up for you at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Now, look, I'll use this as an example. Let's say my deal comes up, you know, whenever it comes up, Mm -hmm. and I've got, obviously, an offer to stay at ESPN, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say I've got an offer to go to, like, TNT, right? For You know, or something like that. You're taking over for Kevin Harlan? Right between the eyes. With no regard for human life. Uh, no, I would never do that to Kevin Harlan. He's like the nicest person ever. I mean, we had dinner three times. I mean, seriously, like the most Midwestern, lovey human being you've ever met in your life. We should have him on just to like talk about how nice he is and see yeah. how uncomfortable he gets. Tell him how much we love him. Yeah. See if I can do to Kevin what I did to Laura's boyfriend last Friday. Yeah, well, you definitely, I feel like, I mean, Laura's poor boyfriend. My, thank I, you. I don't me. think that I would advise doing that to Kevin Harlan. Kev. Yeah. Agree. You don't think I should say to him, I really like your eyes. You smell delicious. No. I like you your nose delicious. ring. <laughs> I like your hair. I like your You're earrings. I mean, everything oh you God. said about him, is it's facts. But you you are know, our let idiot, me though. do that, not you. <laughs> let me do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, so I, your, your, your deal is you're going to TNT. Right, so let's, but I have an opportunity, right? Like, but if my agent was like, hey, man, TNT really wants you. They're offering big bucks. And let's say I found out later... That ESPN and, you know, I've been here for nine years almost, you know what I mean? Like, and I, you know, I wanted to stay there and it would have been comparable, right? Like the, the roles are comparable, the whatever. And, you know, and I would have found that I'd be pissed too. Like right. I get that. Right. I, but here's what I would also say to myself, you know, as, as a Virgo, uh, Laura will attest to this. We should do that segment where you can just like tell, have people tell you your signs and, that, and Laura funny. Can, can give you like. Your personality traits. We should do that. Actually. Okay, I'm into that. I love I love horoscopes. You were off that day. That's what it was. We talked yeah. about that with either Clinton or Beto. I forgot mm-hmm. who it was. Beto, I believe. Yeah. So, anyway, back to what I was saying. It, at the end of the day, I would say to myself, you know what? It's kind of my fault totally. for not asking, hey, did ESPN come back with something? Or, you know? or how about, you know what? I'm willing to take ESPN's offer because I want to stay at ESPN. Right. Or, But at the very least, say, hey, what's the latest with ESPN? 
and and you know, I, I I let's just say I've had you know opportunities to move to different places. You know, in the twenty years of my career, I always try to cover all the bases. You know, over the twenty years of my career, I have learned to try to cover all the bases yeah. and ask all the questions well, and you exhaust know, all those questions. And and if you get to a point where if you're in Freddie Freeman's case. You get to a point where you're like, this is not going the way I wanted it to go. And I'm really putting my trust in my agent and I'm listening to everything he's saying. But you know what? I'm in control of this. I got to call the team CEO, the owner, um, the general manager. I, I actually got to just go face it. Hey, man. And just listen. see what's up. Right. right. No, you're right. Let me tell you something. If that in that situation that I just that mythical situation I just came up with between TNT and ESPN for my services. And if I would have felt like, wow, it's weird that. You know, after all these years at ESPN, they're not coming. You know, th- this isn't. This may not work out. I would pick up the phone and call Jimmy Pitaro or whoever, like whoever I would need to talk to, and be like, "Hey, what what's up?" You know, totally. I mean, but that's the point: is that Freddie Freeman, in the end, did not. He, he can do. He can be pat- mad at his at his agent. He can be mad at the Braves owner. He's got to be mad at himself too. Correct. Yeah. Let me let me go to Chris in Fountain Valley, who's been waiting patiently. Chris, how are you? Very good. Thanks. So what I had heard was the Braves made an offer to Freddie Freeman at the all-star break and that it wasn't responded to and nobody from Braves management ever touched base with Freddie Freeman. And they sent Chipper Jones to give him the message. If you don't take it, that's it. And I think that, you know, I don't know what they're saying in Atlanta, but I don't hear anybody in LA telling that story that, Hey, this is, this is an example of, team management that that is basically you know excuse me greatest whoa <laughs> can't now, say now that why, word. why would you i have a question I for everybody him in that why he said why, he said, like, why he would say right. excuse me first and then curse on right. on on the radio right, i'm going to preface it by letting you know that i'm about to say something it could be a little racy but now <laughs> now i've prefaced it and i still curse rather than cursing first and apologizing later why do that this yeah. is such bleepery. It, I see, mean, that's what you I, do. You call it bleepery. Yeah, I, right. But I mean, I uh, look. He was trying to give us the honest story, and for those that didn't hear, he was saying that in Atlanta, the story that's being reported is that the Braves um, offered him a contract, and that apparently Chipper Jones telling me, hey, "You got to. This is it. Like this is their, this is your shot." Um, but we're now understanding that, according to reporting from the Athletic, that that ne- isn't necessarily the case. Right. Look, the question was. Has your perception of Freddie Freeman changed? Or, or, or what is your perception, period? It doesn't right. matter if it's changed or not. Like, what is it right now at this right. current state? Yeah. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, we'll continue this discussion. I do have uh, – there is some more ent- interesting NBA stuff uh, going on because free agency starts, uh, I don't know, 22 hours from now. So we'll have some of that stuff for you too, uh, including what the Lakers could end up potentially doing. So we got all that coming up. Stick around. We're back in two minutes.